Hello, our listeners around wherever you live. Welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We hope that we entertain you with our thoughts going on in the world of sports. JC, it's been a little while since you and I were both on, and a lot has happened since the last time we talked. Yes, it has, and we've actually hit 300 members. Yeah, we're actually... Since I think the last time we talked. Yeah, we're actually over the 300 mark. I'm looking at it right now. We're at 309. So, you put the challenge up to 200... Mm-hmm. And we doubled it. Yep. So now I got to get on my horse to try to get some of my <laughs> friends to join as well. So, <laughs> but uh, we've got a lot to get into. A lot of baseball. The uh, Stanley Cup happened, and we're gonna give. We're gonna talk about that. The uh, football season. The uh, actually the uh, training camps a few weeks away. And uh, a bunch of other stuff going. The Olympics. The Olympics are right around the corner. They're only two weeks away. Going to probably talk about that as well. Uh, So, JC, where do you want to start? Well, first of all, I guess we should... I don't know if you're watching the Nationals-Padres game the other night. When Daniel Camarena, a Mm. 28-year-old rookie... Reliever hits a grand slam off Scherzer. I think the first time since that's happened since, I think, 1889 or 1898. I Talk about a feat. I did not see it happen, but I did see on my phone that it was like, oh, a relief pitcher hit a grand slam off of Scherzer, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I think it was eight to two at the time. Yeah, and then the Padres came back to win that game. Are the Padres not destined for something this year? Who the Padres? Tough NL West. Padres. Maybe Giants. The Dodgers. Well, I mean, can we call the wild card race over already? Yeah, I I would. I I would. Well, there's. You have to win your division to get into the playoffs if you're in the Central or the East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really do. And and where the Giants came. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I think with the Central, you could kind of eliminate the Cubs at this point. After they had that no-hitter, they went on like a 10-plus game losing streak, which I believe is the longest losing streak for a team after a no-hitter is thrown. There's been a lot of streaks this year, hey? It really has. The Arizona Dynabacks. The Orioles. How about the Cleveland Indians being, the Cleveland Indians being no-hit, I think, three times this year? Wow. Wow. I mean, one was a seven-inning game against the Tampa Bay Rays, but... And the weird thing is, unbelievable, they don't eh? that. That's the weird thing. They don't count no. seven inning no hitters, which I think is wrong. I think you should count it. Yeah, I do too. Because who was was it Scherzer that threw a no hitter? Um, seven inning no hitter. Was it? I don't remember. I think it was. But yeah, it was. I mean, we we've had a lot of streaks and. The no hitting or the no hitter record for a season is in jeopardy because I think the next one either ties or breaks the record for most no hitters in a season, like nine innings. Which maybe now because the MLB has got rid of the sticky stuff. We're all that sticky situation. And look at look at the top pitchers struggling. Mm-hmm. Eric Cole, struggling. Reliever, struggling. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's a rule for 100 years. You're not allowed to put substance on the ball. Unless... Right? You're, you're allowed rose it, rosin, and mm-hmm. swept. 
unless your name is Jacob DeGrom, you are struggling. Yeah, and DeGrom, that guy doesn't need nothing no, on that ball. No, DeGrom has just been lights out this year. And you could see why he was voted as an all-star, but he has chosen not to go. He wants to rest, which I totally understand, you know, because it does take a lot yep. out of you. Because right now, yep. he has a 1.08 ERA. For the longest time, it was under one. So he's just over one. Um, seven and two record. He has thrown 92 innings. He's allowed 11 walks this year. And I'm trying to find how many strikeouts he's thrown this year. Um, oh, he's thrown 146 strikeouts, which is impressive. Yeah. I mean, the guy's untouchable. Yeah. A ninth rounder. Mm-hmm. Untouchable. So, I mean, that's something to to all our younger listeners. And you know what? Dreams can be made. You get drafted in the ninth round. I think Pilar went somewhere in the 30th or 40th round. And he's playing for the Mets. Like, you never know what's going to happen, right? I think Piazza was one of the last guys ever picked in the Major League Baseball draft. I mean, and look at him. unless DeGrom gets hurt in the second half of the season or just has a total meltdown, which I don't see either one. I, I don't see the second one happening, and I hope the first one does not happen either. Yeah. He's going to win his third Cy Young Award this year. Yes, he is. Which brings us to the AL Cy Young, AL MVP. Huh, if I is remember... Is to lose now? Yeah, if I remember the last time we talked about this, you were saying uh, Vladdy Jr. all the way, and I was like, hold on now. But, yeah, I think Otani at this point probably has the Cy Young, probably. Uh, he's the favorite right now to win the MVP. Um, of course, we have a whole second half to go of the season. But I would say he's yes. the favorite right now for the second. Yeah, he is. Vladdy's kind of kind of slowed down the power with the mm -hmm. home runs. Yeah. Still hitting the ball. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Otani's put on a show the last few weeks. Yeah. And I mean, excuse me. And they said that he's going to pitch and hit at the all-star game this coming Tuesday. Which should be... Which now brings us... Well, I was going to say which, which... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's going to be very interesting to see. Oh, I can't wait. And like I said, which rolls into this topic, okay? Mm -hmm. Who did it better? Babe Ruth or Otani now? Can we compare? Can we start comparing? Uh, see, this is... Mm. This is weird because, and, and I'm going to make an argument as to why you shouldn't, at this point in time, compare. Why you shouldn't. Hey. When Babe Ruth had that period, because he had a period from, from when, he, when he began, 1914, till... Really, about 1919-1920, um, he was mainly, first and foremost, a pitcher. He only started, yep. you know, to really become a hitter towards the end of his time with Boston. Towards the end. Which now makes it, does that not make it even that much better? It it, it does make it more impressive. Because didn't really hit? It, it does make it more impressive. But you also have to think about with Otani, up until this point, I don't think he played every day 
during the year because he'd been injured at points. So it's a little hard to say. Plus, you're talking about two completely different eras of baseball where with Ruth, when he was pitching, you know, it wasn't every five days. He probably had to pitch every day. Whereas Otani is pitching every five days. Plus, he's also in the outfield as well, where Ruth for a while was strictly a pitcher before he started going to right field. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the start, Otani was even pitching like just every Sunday. Mm hmm. Like he wasn't even pitching, you know, they kind of held back and now they're just letting him go because it's the show to watch right now. Right. And, and for all our young listeners and baseball fans, it's, it's, it's almost like nostalgia to watch now to what the fans watched back when Babe Ruth was playing mm-hmm. when he was hitting and pitching. And, you know, looking at Otani's uh, pitching stats right now, uh, baseballreference.com, for those that want to look this up, wonderful website. Even though he's got a 3.49 ERA, which is a little high, uh, he's struck out 87, he's only walked 35, has not intentionally walked anyone, he's only allowed six home runs this year, which is a low number for any pitcher this deep into the season. Where, whereas with his hitting right now, he's currently batting 279, has 33 home runs, which leads, I believe, all of baseball. He has a slugging yes. percentage of 704, which is insane. Uh, leads the American League in triples with four. His OPS is just over one. And his on-base percentage is 362. So, it's it's quite a thrill to see this. And, and especially for you, since you're on the West Coast, you, you're able to see him more than I am because of time difference. You know, it is an incredible yeah, thing. Usually when he's batting, you're... Yeah, when when he's batting, you're usually nestled down, dreaming about, you know, wrestling and sports and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just taking his first few swings. Yeah. Or I can put it on TV and Major League Baseball has a regional network. Right. And they seem to play the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Angels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just looking at Vladdy Sats. So Vladdy batting, let's see here. He's got 105 hits, 17 doubles, one triple, 28 home runs, 73 ribbies. He's stolen two bases, batting average of 340, slugging of 673, and on base OPS 1.110. Mm. So I think he's leading the league in RBIs and in average. And he's behind Otani by five home runs. Well, I, I think it's safe to say at this point that we're going to get somebody with 50 home runs this year. It's safe to say. Oh, I think so. And I think, and I will say, I will even go further. I will make a bold statement. Okay. The Blue Jays come home at the end of at their next homestand, I believe would be, I think they're in Buffalo to the end of July. Right. They come home to the Rogers Center in August. Right. And Vladdy goes on a tear. It's 60 home runs this year. Ooh. Well, I mean, right now, they're nine games out of first in the AL East. And they are three and a half out of the wild card spot. So the wild card is very manageable, very reachable right now for Toronto to make the playoffs. So that's not a far-fetched prediction. You know, and I think if they do come home, look out AL East. If they can be within striking distance, they come home, the fans in the stands, 
it's a hitter's ballpark, mm-hmm. you watch out. Yeah. You know, they're in a major league. I mean, they've been playing a minor. They've been on the biggest. Put this way. They've been on the longest road trip ever. Yeah, the Florida's home, Buffalo's home last year, Buffalo's home this year. Right. The longest road trip ever. And the Jays are doing whatever they can. You know, they when they moved to Buffalo, they packed up the families, all that, paid for everything, brought them over to Buffalo. They made Buffalo the greatest minor league stadium that players can play in. Hmm. I mean, the, they, they, they did a tour of it. There's like the weight room is top notch, and they're going to leave all that stuff for their triple-A team, which is going to help them in mm-hmm. the future. But it's time for them to come home. Yeah. I agree. So, and I think that's going to be the boost, the boost that they need. It could be. Very well could be. So, we'll see what happens. But Boston has shocked me. The Giants have shocked me this year. Uh, Padres haven't. Dodgers haven't. No. The Brewers are doing well. Is there is there a club that you feel at this point has been the most disappointing this far into the season? Uh, there's two. Okay. The Chicago Cubs and the New York Yankees. The Cubs were in it, and then yeah. they went on that 10-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much sealed the deal for them. Right. And the Yankees being the Yankees... They just haven't performed. Yeah. I would I agree. Big shockers. I, I would agree with you with the Yankees, especially with what they did in the offseason, loading up on pitching. Should have a really good rotation, but they just don't right now. The other team that's kind of disappointed me has been the Atlanta Braves. Um they were one game away from the World Series last year. They are in a division that is still up for grabs. I mean, the team that's last is nine and a half back. And that's not far. And the fact that only the Mets are over 500 and everybody else is under 500 is kind of surprising and you'd think the Braves would be at 500 and they're not, and they should be leading this division, but they're not. I think there is the disappointment as for me in the national league. Cause with the Cubs, you had kind of put out the warning signs before the season began of they're not as good. And I think we're kind of starting to see that now. Yeah, and I didn't, think, and I did not think the NL Central was that strong to begin with. Mm-hmm. Where I thought the NL East was going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. It's funny how they're, if you know, you have the NFL or the NL East, the NFC East, mm-hmm. and no team can get over five hundred, pretty much. Yeah, you know, it's it's there's always that division, and the Mets right now are, I mean, with Degrom, I mean, who's going to take him down? Yeah, Degrom's the, the Braves should. DeGrom is the one that's really keeping the Mets, you know, atop the division. And I would make a strong argument for him. I I mean, because I I think you and I both agree he's going to win the Cy Young in the National League. I'd make a strong argument for him to be the MVP of the National League. Yeah, most valuable player on your team. And if he gets to the playoffs with the Mets, and they're about... 81, 82 wins, 83 wins. Mm-hmm. Got to have the MVP. I would think so. You know. Speaking of the Braves. Mm-hmm. And the Marlins. Oh, jeez. When do we see a full-fledged brawl? It, it's got to happen. It's coming. It's just. I mean, last night. <clears throat> sorry. Last night, it was a breaking ball. I hit him. Mm-hmm. You know. Last time, a pitcher, first pitch of the game hits him. He gets tossed. It's it's coming. And you know more about it than I do living where you live. Yeah. When it happens once, 
or tro or twice. Okay, it, I I understand. But seven, eight times on the same player, there's going to be a breaking point. And when that breaking point comes, no one is going to be able to hold Acuna back. I, except I think Aguilera, the first baseman from the Marlins. That guy's a tank. And you honestly, watched the highlights last night. He was going to challenge the whole Braves bench last night. And honestly, I would love to know if if Manningly is telling his pitchers to hit Acuna or if the pitching coach is saying, hit this guy. Because it's yeah. got to be one of the two. I, I just don't believe an entire pitching staff would come together and be like, let's bean this guy every time we get a chance. I just can't buy that. Yeah. And, well, hold on a second. Blue Jays just hit a two-run home run. Well, a tap of eight. <laughs> I, I don't that place is a dump. <laughs> I mean, the power went out last night. Mid-pitch. <laughs> oh. But I can't see Madeline doing that because he was a hitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I can see the pitching coach. Maybe. But how, how's that game plan go, you know? All right, boys. Gather up. Cooner's coming up to bat. Hit him. Well, should we just walk him? Nope. Hit him. <laughs> like if you don't want, if you're scared of him, throw up the four fingers. No, hit him. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it wouldn't be a bad idea at this point just to, you know, just just intentionally walk the guy. If if you're like that, just you know. Yeah. And I'm looking at the second half of their Atlanta schedule. And they play Miami six more times, and then that's it. Yeah. They got three in the middle of August in Miami, and they have three in Atlanta uh, September 10th, 11th, and 12th with Miami, and that's it. Plus, I think the two this weekend, right? Yeah. So... Eight more hit by pitches. <laughs> it's, it's almost becoming like what we need to see this on live, right? Yeah, really. Are they? But are they playing? I mean, they are playing, but I mean, like, are they like the Saturday night game or? I mean, let me check because I got a website that gives a map. I could maybe figure this out. No, they are not. Okay. Ooh, Yankees at Houston. That could be good to watch. Both teams are kind of struggling. Yeah. But. Um, real quick, uh, with the All-Star game, uh, substitutes have been announced. Replacements have been announced for both leagues. Uh, start with the American League. Their replacements are Tim Anderson of the White Sox, Chris Bassett of the A's, Whit Merrifield of the Royals. Thanks a lot, Whit. You cost me my six-game hitting streak on Beat the Streak last night. <laughs> and and uh, and Joey Wendell of the Rays. That's gonna, those are the replacements in the American League. For the National League, Walker Bueller of the Dodgers. Freddie Peralta of the Brewers, Max Scherzer of the Nationals, Taiwan Walker of the Mets, Yadier Molina of the Cardinals, and Justin Turner of the Dodgers are the replacements in the National League. You know, you say some of those names, it's like they weren't voted in the first time or they weren't selected the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, when Mike Trout gets voted every year, you know he's hurt. Yeah. Uh Things like that, right? It's going to happen, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, the Blue Jays have four four positional players going to the All-Star game this year. And I think 
three of the four are, it's their first time at the All-Star game. Yeah. And um, I think Boston had five players voted on, which leads all of baseball this year. So, yeah. But they do deserve it. So, I mean, they got may, maybe the best team in the American League right now. So, Yeah, they're a funny team. <clears throat> their last one year, their first and next year, their last, like, you know. Yeah. And, of course, it's the AL East, hmm. the powerhouse of baseball. Yep. Except for the NL West this year. I am, I am, and I'm glad I'm surprised. You know. Mm-hmm. The Giants-Dodgers is a great rivalry. You throw the Padres in there. Two of those teams will be playing each other in a while. In a one game. Yeah. Yeah. So... Be interesting to watch. I know I'll be watching. It will. Um. Okay. Let's get to. Uh. Let, let's talk about briefly the Olympics because they are two weeks away, and they have come out with news this week, or the Chinese, or not Chinese, the Japanese government has announced that they are not going to allow anybody basically the locals they're yeah. not going to allow anybody to attend the events happening at these olympic games because of covid becoming a big issue again in japan and they've been under basically state of emergency this week and last week as well so it's it's kind of an interesting situation and the best way I could put it was some somebody said this on TV the other day JC and I thought that's actually a real good good comparison. It's like Japan put itself on lockdown but are holding the Olympics is the same as you getting grounded but you are allowed to host your house party. That is true. <laughs> it's a good comparison. And, and what a house party it is. I know, yes. right? Hey! I mean, we're kind of used to Welcome having to no fans. <laughs> we're we're kind of used to watching sports without no fans. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this could be the end and Olympics. I mean, the, the revenue is not going to be there. No, they're not. I mean, the businesses... Oh ultimately at the end are winning because these games are happening and they're going to be able to have the advertisements shown, but yeah, it's the whole thing of no one's going to be there except the athletes. Yeah. Isn't it funny how, if you look at the states, look at Canada, look at some of these countries that are, you know, kind of, you got a bunch of anti-vaccination guys or whatever mm-hmm. and that were leading the charge. Stadiums are starting to get full. And then you look over in the Asian countries and they're kind of locking behind on the, yeah. on the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of, it's, you think it'd be the other way around, right? Probably. But... I'll watch the Olympics. I like it. Oh, yeah, I will, too. I find that seven-on-seven rugby's fun mm-hmm. to watch. Watch some golf. Baseball's back. Uh, the track's always fun to watch. Yep, gymnastics. Unless you smoke marijuana. Yep. Don't smoke marijuana before you're going to go run. Because supposedly enhances your running ability. I I think with that, and I'm glad you brought that up, I think there's going to be, and this is just a guess, I think there's going to be some rule change here in the U.S. the next couple of years where it's going to be like, okay, if you smoke dope, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a guy smoke marijuana and then run 100 meters in seven seconds. Right. 
it's know, usually like, like, oh, look, butterfly. <laughs> it's kind of like that woman that we talked about a little while ago who tested positive and she blamed it on a beef burrito. Yes. Like, come on. Again, I've never eaten a burrito and hit five home runs in slow pitch. Exactly. You know? <laughs> makes no sense. Like, own up to it. Right? Mm-hmm. Own up to it. Andy Pettit owned up to it. And guess what? He was revered. Roger Clemens didn't. Barry Bonds hasn't. And guess what? They're not going to the Hall of Fame. Because they didn't say, you know what? I did do it. Because people will forgive you if you tell the truth. Yeah. If you do it the first time, right? it's over. Plain and simple. Yeah. And, you know, and so own up to it. Yeah. It's all we ask. Because there's no way. I mean, I mean, Roger Clemens was built, but he wasn't. I mean, he could throw, but, you know. Yeah. To do what he did and say, oh, I didn't. Just like this sticky stuff, right? Yeah. The spin rate's gone down on pitchers. And when I see a slider break 10 feet after being thrown from 58 feet, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And the batters realized it, and they realized that they might not get paid as much money because of that. Guess what? They're going to say something. And that's what it was. I do truly believe that the batters, a bunch of the hitters said something. You know, enough's enough. We can't hit this stuff. Right? Yeah. So, do it with your with what God gave you. Mm-hmm. And, what, and baseball's allowed, like I said, raws and not. So. Yeah. Um. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like Tom Brady having a mechanical arm inserted. Right. We can throw that deep ball, ball, which they'd be like, well, it's legal. You didn't say that I had to have a real arm throwing a football. <laughs> it's got a robotic <laughs> arm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Well, let's talk about uh, the Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay uh, Lightning won it again. Took five games. Um Probably not a surprise they won it. Uh, I was totally fine with Vasilevsky being the MVP. He definitely deserved it, definitely earned it. Um, I think this, this year's Lightning team was better than last year's. I think they were more dominant. I think they were more controlling and once they got on a roll, they could not be stopped. Now is this the 18 plus million lightning of the playoffs (laughs) or the regular season lightning? The 18 million. Cause there's a lot of people who are not happy about that. Yeah. Even the inner circle circles of the NHL. There's been a lot of talk about it. That they, you know, and it has, I think it has to be addressed. Well, I mean, we got the expansion draft coming up, and they're going to lose somebody from there. So that's yeah. the first step. And then... Yeah, they're going to lose quite a few players, I think, this year. Yeah, and then with free agency... Um, I, I really don't know if they will be able to compete for a third straight cup next year. I mean, no, I, I don't think so either. I think, I mean, they'll def, I think they will be in the playoffs, you know, next year, but I, I just can't see them. I yeah I I really can't see them three-peating. Well, we'll put it this way: I'm going to wait till to the schedule release and see what their divisions are going to be mm-hmm. before I put the Lightning in the playoffs. If they go back to their original divisions, I don't think they make the playoffs next year. Ooh, 
with the Leafs, with the Bruins, with the Canadians. You have the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else you got in that division? I think you got the Hurricanes in that division. I don't think that they make the playoffs next year. Wow. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you to oh, that. They're going to lose. Sounds, that is my bold prediction for hockey. I am going to hold you to that. Because they're going to lose a lot of players. Hey, they're going to lose a lot of players. And there's a lot of good teams that if, if they go back to the original divisions. So well, you'd have the Bruins, the Leafs, the Canadians, the Lightning, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, and I think the Blue Jackets are in that division. And I think the Red Wings are too. Well, the last time, and, and I just pulled it up just to, for my memory, the last time a team won three straight Stanley Cups, you have to go back to the Islanders of the early 80s where they won four straight Stanley Cup titles. Yes, and I know they beat the Canucks and the Oilers on two of those occasions, I believe. Yes, the other two were the Flyers and the Minnesota North Stars. Because, I mean, Crazy, hey? winning it once is hard, but to win it twice is harder. Yeah. But to do it three times, there's a challenge right there. The Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win in sports. Mm-hmm. Far down, by far. I've heard football players, well, if you have a bad game, you're one and done. Well, they don't have a bad game, right? You right. play three games. You have good three games. If you win your, if you get the ball, you're good. In hockey, you got to battle every second night for it. Yeah. And you're getting pucks shot at you. You're getting hurt. Guys are playing with broken ribs, broken fingers, broken hands. Right, you break a pinky in baseball, you're done for the World Series. You know, mm -hmm. in basketball, if you get a cramp, you're done for the game. You lay around and you'll you'll flop for a while. <laughs> the Stanley, <laughs> the Stanley Cup to me is the hardest trophy I think to win in sports. I I, I all agree. the four major sports. Leagues. I agree. You know, and I think it's going to be even harder. You have to be on. And I think it's going to be even harder this year since they're going back to the regular start of the season, regular time, early October. And Tampa and Montreal are basically going to have two months, if that, to be rested and prepared. And that's it takes not a lot a long out of you. Time. And especially after last year, especially mm -hmm. after playing last year, right? The, the Lightning won it. It went to August, I believe. Yeah. Then they had about four months off. Then they went all the way to July. Now they're going to have two months off. They're going to start in October. Yeah. That's another reason why I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Now, here's, here's my question to you, Bill. Okay. Right now, who do you think wins the Stanley Cup next year? Right now, the favorite to me would have to be, I, I think it would have to be Vegas. I, I think Vegas is the favorite, and Colorado would be the second choice. Yep, they're going to make some moves this year again. I think both squads. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a good uh, good two picks. I don't see nothing coming out of the East. Now, yeah. mind you, right, we'll wait till free agency of the draft. Right, right. The expansion draft. I mean, as far as we know, the crack can come in and win it all. They could. The Vegas made it to the first to the Sally Cup the first year. Yeah. Now, if I had to pick somebody from the East, I would say the Islanders are the favorite in the East. Because they've constantly I do like that. Island. year after year. Yeah. They are a good squad. And the fans there, 
I mean, it's it's phenomenal, right? They're moving to a new building. Yep. The old, I mean, there's something about the old buildings that just make hockey better. Yeah. I mean, ten, I mean, thousands and thousands of ton of concrete pounding as fans are cheering. Mm-hmm. There's something different. Yeah. You know, the old Chicago barn, the old Montreal Forum, old Maple Leaf Gardens. You know, you went in there, it was like the Maple Leaf Gardens today is a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I went in there, but you could, as soon as you walked in, you just felt, it's just like, you know what, there's some, when I went to go pick up a bottle of, of ketchup, it's like, this is where center ice is. You know? And you just feel it. And now those stadiums are gone, right? It, you were close-knit back right. in the day. Right. Now, now everybody's on their phones and everybody's doing this, everybody's doing that. And, well, we got to make it, we got, isn't it sad that you have to have in-game entertainment to entertain the fans? Yeah. Right? Baseball, I could see. Right? You know, happening and you want to do something. But hockey, you don't need entertainment during a hockey game. Right. It's on the ice. Why why do you we know? why do we have cheerleaders at hockey games? That I don't know. I won't complain, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm not complaining either. I'm just like, really, no. do we need any cheerleaders? But in the States they they have cheerleaders. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's weird, eh? The whole world is weird. It's changing, right? Mm-hmm. You need entertain. You need entertainment to be entertained while watching an entertaining sport. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. Exactly. You know. Um, briefly, uh, just want to bring up the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns are up two games to zero on the Milwaukee Bucks, but. The next three games are in Milwaukee. Um, I I think Ante. I'm just gonna call him Giannis because I I try to pronounce Giannis's last name and I mess it up in my mind sometimes. Um, I think Milwaukee's gonna win at least one of the games there, maybe two. Try to make it a series. But the way Phoenix has been playing so far, it's like they are not fooling around. They want to win this, and they want to get it done. Well, you, you have to. Remember a couple of years ago when Toronto was down two games to nothing mm-hmm. against Milwaukee in the in the conference finals? Yeah. And Milwaukee kind of just, they didn't put the, they didn't have that instinct. They kind of played around. Yeah. And Toronto came and won the next four. You, when you have your foot on their throat, you need to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. It's done. I mean, you need to walk. If Milwaukee, if you're going back home for a game six, up three games to two, you might end up losing that series. Yeah. With the referee and with, you know, yeah, you're back in your bar and it just, you know, it's just something about basketball that if you can, if a team gets momentum, it just seems to happen. It just keeps on going, right? Mm-hmm. Very much. For so. hockey, you can stop that momentum because a goaltender has a goaltender has a huge, huge game, right? Mm-hmm. And the tie kind of turns. For basketball, it's it's a little different. Yeah. But I expect Phoenix to come out flying, flying early. The Greek freak. I think he's going to be gone out of Milwaukee here soon, anyways. Mm, and we'll see. Phoenix, I, I'm hearing rumblings. Maybe, maybe going to Toronto. We'll see. Put them back on the map. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, right? Mm. And speaking of basketball. All the players crying, whining. Oh, we played too many games in too such a short period. LeBron was all right having a play game until he had to play in the playing game. Oh Lord, that's oh, so. That to me is like the biggest reason to just yell at someone and be like, "Just shut up." 
Because you, first off, you guys agreed to that. You agreed yeah. to that. And then when, you know, Lord and Savior LeBron James is like, oh, whoever did this should be fired. No, they shouldn't. You guys are the ones who agreed to it. You were the one you're one of the people that was praising the idea of it. The only reason you're complaining about it is because your team sucked and ended up being in that situation. Yep. And then get beat by the Phoenix Suns and not even shake hands. Like that in hockey, when it's done, it's done. They shake hands. Shake hands. Right, it's over. But in basketball, I guess you can go walk off the court and not shake hands. Mm-hmm. Like, enough of the garbage. You know, you want to teach sport. You know, you keep hearing, "Oh, we're leaders. We're, we're role models. We want to show you this." And then you walk off the court after you lose. What's it tell your the youth? Right, I get you lost, but at least shake the hands and then walk away. Yeah. Exactly. It looks good on him. And I will not watch Space Jam 2 ever. Oh, uh, about that. Um, <laughs> it's a good time to plug the next episode because uh, <laughs> I'm volunteering myself for the greater good of you, our listeners, and JC, because I am going to watch Space Jam 2 with my nephews. So our next episode... Well, that's, that's fine. Our next episode, I will be reviewing for you guys Space Jam 2, and I might have to bring the swear jar with me. Put some money in. It will be ready. (laughs) So now, here's a question. If you had a choice between Space Jam 2 and the Minions movie, which movie would you take? Well, here's the thing. I have not seen the Minions movie. But I don't find the Minions no. character as annoying. <laughs> well, here, I'll review Space Jam 2. LeBron goes in to Toon Squad. He trades Bugs Bunny. Trades Bugs Because he's the star of the show. <laughs> so, you know. And then miraculously, he wins with, he brings his buddies over, you know. And I'm not talking uh, the skunk that got kicked off TV right. and everybody else, right? I'm talking, he brings in Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. I'm talking, he brings in Slimer from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know, he builds his own squad. My God. <laughs> okay, now, I was on the phone last night with uh, a friend of mine. Because he is on the complete opposite side of me with the movie. He's excited for this movie. So, I'm going to ask you the same question that I got asked last night. Do you think Michael Jordan makes a cameo appearance in this movie? No. Okay. I don't think he does. Just for the fact of, you know, I, he was the original one. He doesn't have to make a cameo. I mean, if he does make a cameo, then he upstages LeBron. Because what would his cameo be? Probably a pep talk. Well, and you're not pep talking LeBron. Here's, here's my thought of if he does a cameo. Okay. My friend says if he does make a cameo, it'll be at the end of the movie or it'll be in the credits which I actually agree with him on because that's the only place he could be in. And then my idea was like LeBron meets up with Jordan and LeBron's like, MJ, I just had this weird encounter where I play basketball with the Looney Tunes. And MJ's like, okay, go on. And he keeps telling him what happened. Then you know what? Then you need Bill Murray to make a cameo. Yes, that's what we need is Bill Murray. 
because he he was right? the, the real star of the movie. Now, Space Jam three after LeBron has traded Bugs Bunny and those guys, <laughs> Michael Jordan picks them up, <laughs> and now you have Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny going up against LeBron James and Inspector Gadget. But, but JC now. Would you watch that movie? Hold I on. think I would, wa- I would watch that one. I, I got to add a twist. Okay. LeBron James okay. trades his whole team, and he gets Mickey Mouse in the gang, and we find out Warner oh. Brothers has been bought by Disney. <laughs> oh, so so he's doing the he's doing the Hulk Hogan where he comes into the ring. He rips off his shirt and underneath his NWO. Whose side is he on? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! See, I, then I would watch that movie. Space Jam Three, I would watch if that happened. <laughs> I think I think we need to send an email to the writers. Here you go. <laughs> Million dollar uh, idea. We'll see, see LeBron and Michael jo- Michael Jordan. <laughs> Million dollar idea, you know, Space Jam Three, right there, folks. Oh my god! Yes. And, and you know what? You know what we have to call it? Space Jam Three, the final battle. Yes. There you go. But then we also need other superstars to come in. So you need Tiger Woods from golf. You need Wayne Gretzky from hockey. You need Tom Brady from football. Okay. Right. You're gonna need someone. Who would you get from tennis? Uh, yeah. You know, John McEnroe comes in for tennis. Maybe Andre Agassi. Yeah. You know, they start drafting each other. You know, <laughs> you get the bull riding champ from from the Calgary <laughs> Stampede this year. He's in the bull riding champ. <laughs> Um, you know, he's dishing elbows and stuff. You okay? Then you need to get the jockey from the Kentucky Derby. Yep. Then well, we're at it. Air Bud might as well come out. Oh, Air, Air Bud. Bud comes plays. Oh, good lord. Okay. Um, how about um? Oh gosh, wasn't there like a a monkey or something from a sports movie? I think so. Okay, you we'll add him. This will and... be your next episode. Oh, Lord. This will be the next episode. We will do a draft no. of the greatest characters in sports history, and we'll make our team each. Oh, Lord. I'm talking every sport movie. All right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Doesn't I'm, matter what sport it is. I'm going to suck on that one. <laughs> Build the next few weeks watching sports movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be taking notes. I mean, you got Tin Cup, you got the Hanson brothers, you know, you got you name it, you got Happy Gilmore. Yep, Happy Gilmore. Any sport, uh, on uh, it, what sport you pick the sport? Let's see that, uh, Hillary Swank from Million Dollar Baby. I, I can't remember yep. her character's name, but um. Apollo and then Creed. We'll, then what you do is you you pick the sport that you know, and then we'll post it and we'll put a poll on our podcast page. Who would have the best team playing this sport? Oh my god! Oh <laughs> lord! Um, <laughs> is there anything happening in football? I don't think there is. No. It's kind of been just kind of, meh. I mean, train camp starts in about two weeks. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about about Aaron Rodgers. Still. Uh, on that, I haven't really heard much. Yeah, I haven't really heard much either. I know. I know fans are allowed in the stands this year. Yeah. I see that. Uh, that. Snyder from the Washington football team made his wife the CEO or something. Yeah, and then they got fined $10 million after that whole investigation. 
and that's the that that was the entire punishment was just a ten million dollar fine. Yeah. Didn't lose a draft pick, nothing. Just ten million dollar fine. So if you're looking up at the big scoreboard this year and while watching a football game, if it's missing a few light bulbs, it's because it couldn't afford the ten million dollars. Yep. You know. Dallas, you know, I'm excited for the NFC East this year. I'm hoping it's a lot. I mean, Washington's young. New York's young. Dallas will get Dak back. See what Zeke does. Mm -hmm. And then you got the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, we'll have to see how they do. Oh, actually, you know what? There, there is one piece of football news to mention. Um, the XFL announced that they're pushing back their relaunch to 2023 yes uh after talks with the canadian football league um kind of just stopped yeah i think the xfl wanted to do some uh they want to do some rule changes and the cfl said no yeah this is our game this is the way we play and i'm glad like i like i'll watch the xfl because i think it's exciting you only know, have some some good ideas mm-hmm but I mean, CFL is just, it's its own brand, right? Yeah. Three downs. Bigger, you know, there is a non-contact because now they're starting. So the CFL is going to scatch and rough riders. I guess day one had four players rip their Achilles. Oh, geez. Cause they haven't been playing over a year, right? Yeah. So, you know, they start August 5th which would be good for Canada to get that game back up and going. Because the Grey Cup is the oldest trophy mm-hmm. in uh, in North America. And I think they're going to issue it out in December. And even though Bill knows that about CFL, we are going to make our CFL picks Yeah, here in a few weeks. And I think it's going to be a you know. lot more interesting since there was no season last year. So yep. it's basically it's open. I think like anybody's guess is going to be a good guess. Yeah. I think with uh, the fans are going to come back, you know, you, you can get out. It's for us up in Alberta. We've been able to now not wear masks since July 1st. Mm-hmm. They, they said they can have full stadiums in Alberta. So I think Calgary and Edmonton are going to do well. We're, it's just, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I know a lot of people bash the CFL, but it's, it's football, right? It's good football. Mm-hmm. I watched that Alliance League this year. I was on Fox. That was not good football. Yeah. I didn't really pay much attention to that. So. And I, I mean, Put it this way, I take the laundry football league over the Lions League this year. There you go. It just it was just I had to turn off. Even my buddy's like, Yeah, I watched a bit of it. I said, Yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean it's good, right? You get their last chance, but it's just, you know, for the XFL with the new rules, I mean, I found that exciting before it got shut down last yeah, year. Yeah, if it hadn't been for COVID, they would still be in existence. And I like how The Rock has taken over it. Mm-hmm. The Rock is a very polarizing figure in the in the industry, and whether it's acting, a, whether it's sports. And he has knowledge of football. He played football at Miami. So yeah. And even though he got cut, he went to the CFL for the mm-hmm. Calgary Snap Peters. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, you know, so and I think he's going to do well, and I think that league will do well. I, I hope so. Push it back might hurt a bit, but I mean, obviously you have to, you know, it I'm, takes a while to plan a league, right? Can't, I'm going to actually get it going. I'm going to actually disagree with you on the pushing back idea because the USFL is starting up next year. And I think yeah. the XFL pushing back a year might actually help them. So they know what to do, right. what not to do. So, right. we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I didn't think about that. 
And when that happens, we'll make our XFL picks. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny, right? The tenants, because Seattle had a team, the tenants like doubled. The average doubled once they played Seattle play their first home game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to see the college players and the players who might have the last chance to go at it, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, you know That's what? what CFL does. Um, I I want your thoughts real quick. Uh, before we wrap it up, because the NCAA announced while, you know, in between our last episode that student athletes are now going to be allowed to be paid. Um, yes, which is about time. And since you are in another country that might not have that problem, I would like to know your uh, thoughts on this. Well, first of all, they do have that problem up here with the CHL, the Canadian Hockey League. Mm-hmm. With a lot of the players, there is a lawsuit going on with the players not getting paid, even though they're amateurs, right? right. So I do agree that players should be paid on their parents. Right? If, if anybody's going to use their parents' user name, user image, then you should get paid. I don't think they should get paid play because they're going to school. They've got a full scholarship. Right. But I mean, the other issue becomes now you get a bunch of boosters giving people money to say, Hey, you want to go play for LSU? We'll give you $2 million. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where I see they could run into issues, but overall I do think they should get paid something because I mean, it's, it's them, right? Yeah. You shouldn't have the NCAA taking advantage of them. And they did that for years. And now it's going to bite them. My thinking, because I'm actually on a double-edged sword with this. The part of me that's happy about them getting paid is the fact that these students will be able to afford to get food, to have three meals a day to be able to basically survive college with the essentials, food, clothing, shelter, all that. But the part of me that worries me with this is kind of what you said. Like, what if this person gets X amount of money and then maybe somebody on the same team gets a bigger deal. And then also at the same time, and this was something that I had not heard and I don't don't know if this happens here as well. What about those athletes that are division 2, division 3? Are they going to get the same benefits yeah. as those that play at a big time division 1 school? Because if you're going to do it for the Division One schools, you got to do it for Division Two and Division Three. You basically have to do it for all the conferences, all the schools at this point now. Because if you're going to leave the little and all guys... The sport. Yeah, because if you're going to leave the little guys out, you're basically going to kill these school programs, I think. Yeah. So, no, I totally agree, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll figure out something. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But the NC the NCAA messed up oh, over God, the last yeah. few years. Oh god, yeah. While they're athletics, I mean having a weight room for the women's a yoga mat and a couple dumbbells. Where that... the men's had like a full fledged NFL kind of style weight room. That might have been the final nail right there. Yeah, I think I think it was. So. All right. Well, on uh, yeah. that note, that's going to wrap it up for the show this week. Um, if you would like to join our ever-expanding Facebook group, all you got to do, go to Facebook and then type in the search bar, the JC and Bill Sportscast. You type that in, add yourself, and we'll make you a member. If you can't find it, it's okay. I put a link in the description 
of each and every episode so you guys can copy, paste, however it is you do to get on. So next episode, as promised, I will be reviewing on this program Space Jam 2. You can hear how thrilled I am about it. Going to be the thrill of a lifetime. So get ready to hear Vice. If the review's good, JC will watch it. Yep. If it's bad, he won't watch it. So. So. That's right. That note, everybody. And we'll also be doing our. We'll also be. Oh, the draft. We'll, say we'll also be doing our sports draft for fictionist movie characters. That's Bill will pick the sports. That's right. So. Oh, my gosh. I got to. I got to start coming up with names. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. And we will talk to you later. All right, you guys have a good one. Keep the stick on the ice and stay safe. <laughs>